What's good, family? It's your boy Trader Rules from Real Last Conversations, and I get a question all the time. How do I make a podcast? And what I make my podcast on is Anchor.fm. Anchor is a free app that allows you to make your podcast anywhere from your phone or your computer. You can make money off of this. So please add to your podcast either in the beginning or in the middle. That's free game right there. You have everything in one place. So please download an Anchor free app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Please. Let's make this money together, y'all. Love. This, this, this is a homage beat. Goddamn, this is episode one. A real ass conversation with your boy. Trader Realist. I got two of my homeboys here with me. We go way back to the college ball days at SEMO. I got my boy Reg. You want to drop your social media real quick? Yes, sir. Reggie Jennings underscore across all platforms. Follow me. I follow back. We got 24 hours, though, so do it ASAP. Warning. <laughs> go ahead, Lou. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lord. Lord. Big underscore new 28. You, you know, follow my boy. So, you know, it's 2019. It's January 4th. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, New Year, big moves. But I haven't seen my boys in a minute, man. So, what y'all been on 2018? It's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute. Bro, like you know, like when you was in like uh, in like middle school, you kept writing down the wrong number. I gotta get it right. I'm gonna get it right, man. I don't know. 2019 was a blur to me, man. I feel like it really flew by. I mean, yes. You see, I think for me, like when it gets past like July, hyperdrive. Football season helps write it too. No, for sure. Football season definitely helps push it forward. I guess it's probably just when we all was on, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, summertime is just drag with workouts and all that good stuff. And then when the season hit, next thing you know, it's week 12 and he's over with. Like, unfortunately for us. And you're in November. Right. And it's November. <laughs> it yeah. So, but no, nah, 2019, bro, like, it was, it was solid, man. Um, just moved to Texas, like I said, 2018. Um, with a new gig, I was an intern, flipped that into a full-time gig, uh, beginning of 2019, so that was a blessing, man, God is good, um, my lady moved down, so that, that's been going swell, Okay. Um, yeah, man, just, just man, continue to climb, I'm in the NBA program right now, so at, at TCU, um, so yeah, bro, it, it's been going good, we continue to level up, and uh, just, just making these things happen, shit, I'm a teacher. <laughs> yeah, well, what grades, man? Um, in 2019, I was fifth and sixth grade science, and now I'm in high school, so I got juniors and seniors that teach environmental systems, so that's cool. Um, that the, they be flaming your ass? I be flaming their ass. They, oh, know cool. they, they, already know <laughs> they already know what it is, but they need some of that because they don't have no tough love, and people pat them on the back and shit. Exactly. And so, when you like that with them, it makes them. It, like, I'll do it in a joking way, but it makes them on their toes all the time. At least trying not to get their ass blown up, for real. Yo, every teacher that could flame in high school was respected, dog. Yeah. Like, well-respected. Like, they was they was a cool one. The kids on, like, they're not over-sensitive. They're used to dealing with 
old white people who don't understand them or know their culture for real. I, I'm at an all black school. Yo, I had one uh, white gym coach named uh, White Boy James. Dog, <laughs> he will flame you know, yo, because he, he he acted black, and what happened was, you know, the tough guys all acted tough, so he would be like acting tough with him, like, what, what y'all gonna do, man? Right. And he was just so comfortable with himself that I was like, yo, he the coolest motherfucker I ever met. And he was a white boy in all black school, just talking shit. I mean, we couldn't do nothing because it was funny. Like, right. I feel like if you own that shit, is like respected. No, that's real. I think too, like when it comes, you know, nowadays, like. When it comes to like students, I think this generation right now is a little soft around the edges. And I finished out a little soft. That's the thing. Yeah, that's crazy. For man. real. So I think do, you you doing that Lou is like important. They gotta get that tough skin because you know it, but it it ain't sweet out here in this real world. It really, I learned that from college though. Facts. Because how hard tooking that was on us, like Facts. you hated it, but it made you never wanted to be. Soft. I ain't gonna be soft. You, you never want to be caught doing something you wasn't supposed to do. For real. Like you went out your way to make sure you was doing right, and that pressure, bro. Like. For real responsibility. It's the same thing with sports. Like mm-hmm. when they when they make good plays, I'm telling them that's good, that's cool. But like what y'all see on TV every week, that's not sweet. Y'all don't know about the summer. It ain't sweet. They don't know not at all. They don't know about winners. They don't know about only going to see your family. Six weeks out of every year, Trayvon was even worse. Trayvon didn't go home for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Like once, once a year, man. Like it's still, it's still like that. But it's cool. It is. It is. Yeah, it it is crazy. Like I think they they want the instant gratification, right? They they think if you show up, if you show up, you should be that. That ain't enough though. For those that's listening, just showing up ain't enough. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to show up. They be seeing these highlight videos on YouTube and they be seeing the highlights. They don't be seeing all yeah, the work that go into it. Well, social media, yeah, it just... And it does help and it is a positive thing because there was no... You had to get found right. back in the gap. <laughs> somebody hit word of mouth. Somebody had to find you to get you some money in school. True story, bro. What we on, Trey? We on the podcast. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm about, about to say about my 2019 real quick. Uh, it was a... It, been a, it was a up and down year for your boy, man. Like in the summertime, I got you know hit with a pulmonary embolism. If y'all know what that is, that's when you get a blood clot, you know, gets caught in your leg and it travels up to your lung and it mess with your whole breathing and everything. It was crazy because I, I didn't get it checked out when I was seeing signs in the beginning. I thought uh, my uh, back was real sharp. Like it felt like every time I breathed, it was sharp, and I thought it was from me working out. From just doing working out, I thought like maybe I was just dehydrated. I pulled a muscle or something, but I was just you know, missing the signs. Also, I was coughing up blood. I don't know why. I mean, that's 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 a serious sign, but I don't know. I was just in denial saying, like, man, maybe it's something I did. But, you know, it got to the point where I had to, like, you know, go to the ER and, like, thank, thank God I did because I could have passed away. But it took me down for a little bit. And, uh, like, I was, I, lie, I was depressed for, like, most of the summer because I couldn't. I had, like, a lot of plans set up, but I couldn't, you know, follow through with a lot of those plans, like, you know, Pete Wedding. Right. Had to go somewhere else, uh, somewhere in New Jersey, but I couldn't, you know, fulfill some of those things. And that disappointed me because I feel like all I was doing was working and it was like no reward. But it picked up, you know, around September because I did get, I did uh, get promoted at my job. You know, I got to get that money up real quick. And I started getting back out dating again, man. 
Yeah. I don't know, you know. I, oh, Trey, I've been, nah, nah, it's, I, I used to tell girls that my name was Tyrese in the club and they went for it, man. I don't know. Big Oso. Big Oso, for real, but, but, you know, I've been getting, going out in the damn world. It's been interesting, man. It's like, I can see why some girls are single, man. Like, it is, it is, I know, I mean, it's interesting, dog. Like, I don't know. It's just, you see some girls and, how they just pre- like how they not present themselves, but the expectations in the beginning it just be like, yo, like calm down. But I did meet one shorty though that, that was kept it one hundred with the boy. I'm keeping that in my sights right now. Yeah. But you know, your boy is still out there dating, so you know you already know the at Trader Realers all platform. We like bald headed, handsome Tyrese niggas, huh? What's the signs? What are the signs of a of a good one for me? Man, the signs of a good one for me is just a girl that don't fold. You know, I don't like soft girls. Like, I want to, like, I come around, like, a lot of strong females, and I like a strong personality because I'm a very opinionated person, and I don't want no yes woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want no yes woman around me. So if I feel like I can learn something from you and you can challenge me, that's a plus. Also, you got to be funny. You got to have a sense of humor because I'm going to be flaming your ass probably most of the time. Like... Like, for real, like, I mean, you got to take it. If you can get something back, yo, that's, that's even better. And also just be able to not change a nigga in the beginning, man. I feel like a lot of girls, like, they come in and they feel like, okay, in the beginning, you're supposed to make all these moves for them. But it's like, yo, it's a process. We got to do things for, like, each other. Like, so I feel like, you know, all those are signs that I would want to pursue somebody. And also some girl that, a girl that want her shit. Because, I mean, I'm the type of person, I ain't going to lie, like, I love what whoever I'm with. So it's like, if I'm with you and I feel like you want to level and I'm not on it yet, I'm going to go get it. But Merch. I'm a type of person, like, honestly, like, I am I would say I'm kind of comfortable with how I'm living and what I'm doing. But I feel like if I had a family and I had a female that was going hard, I would have to go even harder to want more. I feel like right now, just by myself, it's just like, I'm good by myself. But wow. So, with brief pause and that, I just want to let y'all know, like, we're not mean people because we be begging each other. This is what we're part of our environment. For real, you should know. It's a, it's a, right, exactly. It's a term of endearment. Exactly. I mean, we, from college, like that's that's all we did. Like literally all day, we're begging. We, we, we were begging each other all day, every day. So yeah, if we if we don't crack a joke on you. It's or, like good morning, I love you. Right, exactly. But, For real. Yeah. Right, exactly. For real. You don't say nothing like that. That made me really don't care about you, okay? Lil Wayne. Man, <laughs> you know, the mic come in. But, uh, but yeah, nah, bro, that's real. You know, you got to definitely have, you know, a shorty that's going to help push you. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what about you, Red? You in a relationship? Man, yeah, it's, uh, shout out my lady, man. Um, For me, it, it's, it's more like I, I, I need a hustler. You know what I'm saying? Like that's That's me. Uh, for, the, for those that don't know, I'm from Atlanta, the greatest city in the world, Chicago. Um, That's debatable. Yeah, could be, but I mean, it's the truth. I mean, they say, they say Texas is like, you know, the second Chicago, I guess, but that could be. I mean, New Jersey, I mean. Texas is the greatest country in America. You know. Nice the city, so I'm good. <laughs> so we good on these ends, Chief. But no, nah, like, I think for me, uh, like I said, you got to be a hustler, um, add value. You know, to my life, whatever that looks like, uh, caring, love, you know, all the, all the general basic stuff. But I think also understanding too, like, 
I'm on go non-stop. Like, that's just how I operate, how I roll. Like, I don't accept mediocrity or just being average in life. So, um, I'm always going to push them aspect and push me to be the best I can be. So, um, so yeah, man, that's kind of what I expect. It's kind of vague. Um, I really thought about it while I'm out kind of in a relationship. Um, but, yeah, bro, that's kind of what, what I'm on right now. Big Lou. What about you, man? What you find? What you want to look for in a female, Lou? Uh, I was raised that you have to both have a relationship in Christ for real. Yeah. I feel so sinful now. I was waiting on the first because biblically, when they read, I don't I ain't afraid. I don't know what verse it is. He's not in the church for real. <laughs> I don't know this one. I'm being stuck. Uh, Lord, Lord, like that stuff is so important because, like, now you have to when you two don't work, where do you go for it? Where do you reference how to fix problems in your relationship? Mm-hmm. So, my question to you are you are you religious? Or are you spiritual? Hmm. I am spiritual with religious ways because I I do my talking to God and all of that. I, I don't make the church like I should, and that's. Part of that be football season, and then part of that be you get in the habit of not doing it. Yeah. But I love going to church, and I love being there, and I love how I feel after I leave and why I'm getting the message. And most of the time when I walk in there, they start talking about something I was doing that I shouldn't have been. <laughs> so, I mean, I grew up in church. All of my friends and family go to that church. I love church. but So, I haven't been regular like I'm supposed to, for sure. But, nevertheless, that's something... That I think me and my future wife should both feed off of and pull each other on. Like she's got to have that expectation of me if I have that of her. Okay. Uh, let me see. You definitely have to be able to take a joke because I'm an asshole. In a S- nice straight facts. Yeah, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Shitty booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like. Oh, hey, girl likes to taste my food. I love to cook. Mm. Okay. You like to eat? That's cool. That's something we bond on. I love cooking together. Going outside. I'm a big family person. I got three sisters. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You you selling it? Okay. You cook? You clean too? What else? Okay. It's like nah, but he do be cooking his ass off. I ain't gonna lie. Master chef over there, no cap. No cap at all. Wait, to go back to that question there about being religious and spiritual, I think it's a great question. I think a lot of people um, get caught up in the religion part of stuff, and it's just a habit. I think uh, for me, um, you know, spiritual and it's a relationship for me. You know, like Lou said, like, Lord, forgive me. I got Jesus Christ, my Savior, you know what I'm saying? That's that's my belief. Um, I'm a pastor's kid, so that, that'd be a big part of my life. And um, I will say, probably growing up, it was more religion-based for me because, you know, I was assured, like, I was doing what what I was told, essentially. But for me now, I've done my own, I've gone on my, my own journey, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and sought out what was best for me, uh, what's going on in my household. So, so yeah, no, it's definitely a spiritual thing for me and relationship and things of that nature. So, that's a great question, Trevor. But I know you, uh, you're real active in the church, aren't you? Yeah, very active. Um, actually, today, <laughs> I uh, was going to the church to go to Usher 
to become an usher. So, you know, I had volunteered and volunteered some years to be a volunteer usher. So, I'm like, one of my goals for 2020, uh, and continued from last year, is to always uh, add value with my hands to work in everything I do. So, I said, hey, that's something I can do. Um, add value to a place where I worship at and just, you know, get up from a place like this, my Lord and Savior. So, um, yes, very active, bro. Like, I'm, I'm at church every Sunday. Um, Cashing God, shout out to Lewis for, for getting me in tune with uh, um, Bethlehem Baptist Church in Mansfield. Pastor um, Michael A. Pastor Evans. Michael A. Evans, senior, the goat. You know, you gotta be doing the word. Uh, but yeah, I go to uh, discipleship training every Tuesday evening um, just to enhance my my, my knowledge and, and deepen my relationship. Uh, with Christ, you know what I'm saying? Because I know it's it, it's not just for me, it's for, for others as well. Because I know when I continue to get better, I, that means I can add back to other people's lives and help them grow as well. So, uh, so yeah, man, that's my way, man. So that's interesting because honestly, uh, I'm just spiritual. I'm not religious at all. Like, I don't really go to church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really believe you have to go to church. I, I grew up more of a, my mom was a, a, a Jehovah Witness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to be there every day. And I, I believed uh, a lot of the truths they said, but it was just so much I felt like judgment mm-hmm. in the church a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? It, especially in the beginning, I felt like, you know, they, they it comes in and it's like, all right, it's welcoming. But once you win it, you just see so much stuff that is just don't correlate with the word. And I feel like sometimes you can teach your own in your own family. Like, you know, you can teach yourself the Bible and all that type of stuff. And, you know, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's it's interesting because I know like a lot of females out there are real, real like into going to church and stuff like that. So if you're if you're if you're y'all ladies and then want to go to church, would that be an issue for y'all? Uh, no cap, yeah. If like, they didn't want to go, if they they like, I don't want to go to church. Sheesh! Oh man. At the end of the day, that's what it is. How, okay. How can if if one of my because everybody talks about expectations, one of my expectations is. That we have to both be able to connect through God and run our household that way, put that into our kids because both of because my family's like that. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. How can you be with somebody who doesn't believe in what you did? Believe it. I mean, what does she like? You know, st- still believe, but she don't feel like she had to go to church though. Like, what does she still support you and what you do and everything? But it's just not for her. Honestly, can't even do that. Yeah, it, I mean, I think it's, I it's definitely tough. Um. Cause then you, at that point you 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 unevenly you know what I'm saying yo mm-hmm. right and it's it, it's, about it. mm-hmm. it's not a it's it's not like you know we talking about hey I like organic egg you like regular eggs like you know we ain't, that like this is something deep what's some of the main things people struggle with in relationship we talking about money mm-hmm. politics religion right three that whatever the case is right those are some of the main things that will break a home up so I think if you're not on the same page in those terms, then you kind of set yourself up in a relationship up for L further down the line. So I feel you though, Trey. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you can't probably meet. Well, not can you? There, it is possible to meet a, a really dope girl, well, woman. Excuse me, a woman that'll uh, have all the cars you want, and then y'all might differ on this, but that one difference can be the determining factor how everything else flows. In the, in the relationship, so it's it's tough though. If you don't agree in faith, like you 
guys on the years and say, hey, how do you, what do you, what do you tell your children? Mm. You, you you keep them open mind. I feel like I feel like you let them True. you let them choose what they want to do. Like I feel like you give them both sides and whatever they feel like their heart should go to, they should go to it. I don't feel like so it should just be. Provide, do you let them research all religions? Do you just show them yours and, I, and whatever she thinks? Like how, in my situation, what I would do is I will just give them both at the same time. Like I will let them. Go with my wife to church and learn that, but I also will teach them in the process and an extra in like in my extra time as a parent. Because I feel like when you're an, a, a parent, you got to put extra time into your kids. It's not just oh what they learn at church or what they learn at school. You got to teach them a little bit more. And I feel like they can decide throughout that. I'm not going to try to give them a biased opinion, but whatever they gravitate to, I feel like they should be doing that sh- that type of stuff until probably like. 16 you know what i'm saying they should be going to church till they're 16 and and then at 16 they can start deciding okay do i want to still go to church because i feel like at that time i knew whether i still want to go to church or not but i had to because it was what my, my made my mom happy but like i used to like hate it you know what i mean and i don't know whether maybe that messed my relationship with going to church and stuff like that but it was just like when you go somewhere you don't want to go to for so long and it's just like, it's like a bad feeling. Cause I mean, with witnesses, it's not like how other churches are where, you know, it's like a band playing. It's like good preachers. Like, shout out to Brother Davis. You know, you're my homeboy. I still mess with you. Only one I really mess with. And Brother Woodham. I mess with you, Brother Woodham. But, uh, it, like, out of those two, it was like everybody else was just like, like, it was just like going through the motions in a way. And then you'll find out stories about you know, what different families were doing. And you'd be like, yo, like, what's going on? Like, my mom used to always compare me and my siblings to the other kids being like, Oh, why are you not more like so and so? And like that same year, so and so got pregnant, or that same year, so and so got like you know shot somebody. You know what I'm saying? And I just be like, not really about how devoted you are in the church. It's like how devoted you are behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So I feel like you can you can go to church and all that. And you can get all of that too, and that's nice. But I feel like you know you can do things at home too. I feel like it's just based off the communication in the beginning. I feel like if you say, oh yeah, this is a important thing for me. I feel like maybe the person can compromise. Like, yeah, I go, I go with you like, oh, like once a week to support you, but I'm not fully. I will go with my wife, but not fully be into it. But am I wrong for that? Uh, I mean, I don't think every, every home has its own situation. I would never tell a grown man unless it's like obviously white and black. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong. So I never say you wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's how you feel. That's how you feel. That's what's good for your household. So I never say that. But I, I want to go back to this real quick. I think. In terms of the church, yes, I think a lot of people have a lot of church hurts, you feel me? And I think one of the big misconceptions is that people feel like people in the church are perfect and should be perfect. And that's the first thing from the truth. Now, we always strive. There's nobody, there's not one single person on the face of the earth that is or will ever be perfect. That's facts, right? So I think there's sometimes in church, do people do wrong things? Of course, 120%. Like, that's facts. Um... But I think that's become the big uh, I wouldn't even say mixed up because people do do wrong things in church. I think it's about addressing it and then moving forward. Like it's just like with any other relationship, right? If a girl get cheated on by a dude, she go back on to the next relationship thing that she don't get cheated on. All dog, all, all dudes ain't nothing. They gonna cheat on me. That type of vibe, right? So I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the, okay. a similar correlation if that makes sense. So. Um, but no, I, I feel you, bro. It's 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 hard. It's tough. I don't think we're wrong if 
you work that colonize out with your household. That's your household. You know what I'm saying? So I, I never told but, but what if your lady told you that? What if she said, I'll go to church with you. I'll be there for you. But I mean, it's not, not on the same. Like, I'm not, I'm not fully into it. So would that would that be? Who would have had that conversation before with all of the relationships? But okay, but what what if you what if you, she like a perfect girl and that's like the one thing she stand by like that that she like? Golly, I think, I think everybody has. Um, they no deal breaks and they have indirectly like they rank their expectations right. There's certain things that mm-hmm. I'm like okay I I can fold and it's like if. And this is this is a true fact. Like so, my girl, she's not really big into working out consistently all the time, right? And that's something's important to me, but it's not something that's gonna make me want to end a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's important to me, but it's not up there, up there. You feel me? Yeah. Um, just like with certain girls, and she compromises and doesn't sometimes. Yes, exactly. So it's like with certain girls, they say if my dude ain't doing blase blase blah, I can't even rock with them type of vibes. So I think people do rank. Their expectations well, on so, things. But you so. do have to have your deal breakers, though. Facts. Everybody got a deal breaker. <laughs> Will you just somebody that smoke squares? No, I can't. Exactly. Den- I can't deal nobody that smoke cigarettes. Exactly. But I mean. <sighs> We all got our vices, though. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. Like, can we hold somebody else to something? If like if we have our own vices that that makes them annoyed, like it's just expectations. But you don't have to. Like, you don't like cheese. I know. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, that, and for some reason, to the girls that know me, that's a big. That's a big thing. I'm sorry that y'all can't cook without cheese, but yo, learn. Just learn how to do that, yo. It's called Google. <laughs> right. Different d- different things. But shout out to the ones that do, though. Yeah, it's just impressive. You can't. To me, you can't get sad about stuff like that because there's somebody, there's somebody in the world for everybody. It's six something billion Facts. people in the world. So if that one motherfucker don't fit your description, that's cool. Right. There's someone else. It might hurt you. People get people get too sensitive about the stuff. I'm gonna say, so you gotta get a hundred on a test every time. No, that's what I'm saying. That's is that you what don't. It's you don't. You have to get certain answers right though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they so so they keep parts of the, of the test that outweigh. Okay, I got you. It's some part of the test. Cost more, put away more. Like the written, like the written, like open, like open answer ones. Yeah, at the end. Exactly. Okay. Like the multiple choice might be two point, but this essay for the cost you ten. Okay. Okay. You know Thanks. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta figure it out. And, and so yo, everybody's gonna be different because everybody's values are gonna be different. So I mean, right. And that, and that, I think that's a major thing when it comes to relationships. Like, if the values and the morals don't line up, like you, I feel like you work like the other stuff out. Like, okay, what we need for dinner tonight. You know what I'm saying? What we finna, you know, go watching on TV or whatever like that. But when it comes to the morals and values, bro, like, that's important. Like, if that stuff ain't aligned or majority of them aren't aligned, scary. I hashtag scary. I mean, if I start, side note, if I start seeing folk continue to say scary y'all on the media, <laughs> I know where y'all got it from. Okay? Hey, yo. Hey, so, yo, you're at the original, man. Yeah. At least, at least you know. I think you start. Remember we was at party, bro. We don't even know about Greek life. Mind you, shout out my boy Lewis, man. Part I, of I, uh, I, I, Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, me and Trey's just GBIs, your general uh, local citizen, you know. I ain't know what the hell that meant. Bro, yo cap, we was in parties. The football team. Um, Right hand up to God. We was strolling the opposite way. Like, strolling, strolling. 
I'm like, I was not Greek at the time. We didn't know what was going on, bro. We were just, oh, that look cool. Let's get to it. Yeah. Now, mind you, at most, you feel me, like, university, especially at HBCU, oh, we probably got a hand put on it. But at SEMO, it was so many of us, they weren't finna get on that with us, you feel? So, yeah, man. <laughs> that is, I, I, and then who was the front line, though, Lou? Was they really mad at us, though? Probably. I ain't gonna lie. They probably yeah, was. I, 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 Look, I, I, didn't, I didn't notice at the time. Disrespect it's disrespectful. Not real life. So, to all, all my Greek friends that went to Seymour and saw me and the gang doing that stuff, I apologize, man. You know, when you're like years out of mind, you, you recognize your wrongs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Really, really, somebody should have put the cops on us. Yeah, I'm sorry. It wouldn't have been wrong. They, they was all too small at that time. Not when we were fresh. Freshman year, they was they was decent, but after that, it was like nah. Regardless of the fact, it was like always like twenty plus of us. And I'm about to say, and it's like you know fifty, it's like fifty football dudes. And it was like max, like it's this is pushing twenty five. Yeah, and 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 twenty athletes that not playing for real, for real, they really got got some on them. If the case came to it, it was about it was about. I mean, like seven sigmas, something like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. like four alphas, and then three or four deltas. Freshman year was different though. Freshman and year was different. Like after that, that's when it got more. I felt like more friendlier, yeah. in a way. I think we just grew up. We all grew up, and we realized what nobody, you know, what I'm saying, outside of the little, the whatever organization you're a part of, whether that be football, you just normal people. So you learn to kick with people. Yeah, man. So I, I don't know, bro. It's 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 been crazy. Who's the peacekeepers? Nah, for real, for real. <laughs> real, real, real life peacekeepers. Um, we were just at the park trying to trying to kick it, have a good time. You know, we you know, cause we was you know dancing with a shorty, or whatever. Next thing you know, we see somebody on the floor sleep. <laughs> we like, what the happened? One of our homies done. Yeah. Life happens, man. And none of our teammates started it either. It was all, you know, self defense. Yeah, some of them. I'm gonna say self defense, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Yo, for real. That's that's a good thing about that, y'all. Been in many places, unfortunately, where there was a lot of lot of lot of poles in in, in, the, in the vicinity. Miles was yeah, yeah, like it, it's and it could have happened very quickly. No, it didn't get that ugly, like real quick, you know. So nah, especially homecoming, yeah. you know, and and and, and, and midnight hum day. Oh, oh man, all right, bro. We just trying to kick it. Yo, let's make it ladies free. Dudes, two dollars, two or three dollars, and I'll play. You, you ain't making the money now, that, bro. I ain't gonna care. How much money? I mean, you can even charge dudes ten to fifteen. If girls are coming free, you can do like you know. Nah, let the girls come in like before a certain time. Before a certain time, they get in free after ten thirty. Yeah. I mean, if the if, if the cheeks there, the dude's gonna be there, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you gonna do that with five dollars? But what? No, no girl. Nobody goes to a party at the at a proper time. Everybody go like eleven or after. That's what I'm saying. That's why you push the envelope. 
And you you understand our kind of experience is a little different because we could see most of the tournament town. True. So right. it's like there's not that many places to party, and once you fight every last one of them, they stop letting you come. So then it, then it turns that we ain't got nowhere to throw a party. Mm-hmm. Very true. And that happened like so. You know, I know in grad school, like the promoters was struggling to find places to to have parties and stuff because unfortunately, like when all three of us was in undergrad, like we didn't personally mess it up, but some people mess it up because you know motherfuckers fighting, shooting, the whole nine. So, mm-mm-mm. I mean, I mean things happen. It was born by that time though, so it don't matter. For us, yo, R.P. Slingers, man, yo. Yeah. Like one of the last nights. Remember right before it slowed us in for a week? We straight went to one of the last mm-hmm. nights in Slingers. Man, yeah, Slingers was a time. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, what? I, I, used, to be, I used to be lying all day on Thursday saying I am not going to Slingers, bro. And then I, I get upstairs. Yeah, my boys iron their shirt. Be like, oh. Got the cologne spraying. They about, they say they about to be on the hose tonight. Oh, you be like, damn, you might as well go I, out. I said, bro, I'm not going. And I was like, that's cool. I ain't got no money no way. Trade me. Y'all got your five? Man. We, we, <laughs> we, we in there, man. Yeah, Yo. Real <laughs> For real. You have to make a move. I know uh, I had transferred in. So I, I, I was a transfer from a D2 school. I know. But you had to sit out. And Lewis, you was red shirt, or you, you yeah, red shirt. Red shirt. Lewis was red shirt. Man, it was one yeah, time. Your was too. We was already red shirt, yeah. yeah. Red shirt, yeah. So, <laughs> but it was once, it was one Thursday. We had workouts, 6 a.m. Bro, you Every Friday morning out. at 6, 6 a.m. Friday morning. You you and, you, and you better not have Breakfast Club. I ain't talking about the radio show either. I thought we just stay up. <laughs> yeah, we... That little moped for real. That scooter though, bro. Like that helped in the nick of time. Bro. I remember hey. one time I had to borrow the scooter to go to Walgreens for for my shorty at the time. She needed some. I'm like, I ain't moving my car. I had a great parking spot in Tyler's Park. <laughs> yeah, Reggie you can't sacrifice. I'm not moving my car. Bro. To another thing by Reggie. He do not use the air conditioning or the heat, bro. He yeah. ride. It's it's. Cheap. Zero degrees outside. He ride with the windows cracked, so it's not far. You gotta, you gotta Cheap as hell. Why, why you do that for? What, what's well, the point? Let me tell you this, like. He, he changed, man. No, I, I done changed, you I got a little bougie, you know. Okay. Could, could, could you got, you got a newer car, that's why. That too. Like I was saying, one time my uh my car overheated in the summertime. I'm like, look, I can't turn this AC on because it might not, we might not make that's it. That's why I said, only time niggas don't turn the AC on with something fucked up in the car, man. Wow. Like, <laughs> you got to sacrifice. We uh, tried to use the window fluid to get the ice off. Uh, <laughs> and it froze. Goofy man, goofy man. Yeah, that's me. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, bro. Because maybe we couldn't use the hot water. It would have cracked the windshield, right? Yeah. Water, I thought it was hot water. No, no you can't. Hot water would crack your shit. You that's what I just said. Yeah, I said you gotta use mm-hmm. cold water. Oh, but they say, but they say if you put it like in like a little, like in a bag or some shit, it can, oh, and like, uh, like, like a Ziploc, yeah, Ziploc zip like, zip bag, it will uh, defrost it. I need a picture and just fill it up with water out the kitchen sink. Nigga, I would just wake up 20 minutes early and just, <laughs> you know, warm my car up, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean you got to do that too, but first off, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. 
You can just jump up though, Lou. I, I have to like it's a process for me. Like I gotta have like four alarms yeah, set. Trayvon, we never had, me and Trayvon was roommates. Actually, all of us was roommates at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seventeen forty one. Just mm-hmm. us two. Yeah. 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 He would get up at like six every morning. All right. Music. He in, the, he in the bathroom getting ready and stuff. I get up seven minutes before class starts. The roll. Impossible, dog. I got I got to prepare myself. I'm like a car. I got to warm up. Oh, <laughs> look, for real. Put some put some put some sweats on and get out. Yeah, man, no, That's one thing, yo. Athletes never dress up for class, yo. Hey, yo. Sh- and shout out to them Asian dudes, yo. Hey, all the Asian people in college, yo. Why? Like, how? What time do y'all wake up to put them three piece suits on? Like, y'all be fly as hell. In them new ass cars. Now I was just gonna say that I don't know where they be getting the bread from, but man, their family be fucking. I was going okay. This bring this brings up a thing though. Uh, it was something I was hearing on a podcast. It's like, uh, why don't black families encourage you know us staying home? Cause a lot of times that was Asian families do. Like they stay home, they stack the bread up. Also, I know Mexicans be doing that too. Like Puerto Ricans, like they all stay home and. They all like let their kids stack their bread up until like it's ready for it to go. I know, but I know you do. But it's not like in a, a thing in the overall black in the black culture. It's kind of like you know people be like, oh, we gotta get out so we can you know so we can prove so we can prove that we can get it on our own. Crazy man. Right. So like they weren't they wanted to be out of their situation. So that's that's why they have that mentality and they they're, they're the only way to do that was to get out of their current form of living that they have right now. But but in the same breath I also feel like a lot of us young adults feel like well at least I felt like I didn't want to be a burden to my family, so I had to get up out the house, you know, and make it on my own. And I don't know whether that they really seen them like that, but that's how I felt because I was like, I can see the money coming in for just to raise a kid. Like I said, it's about time I let them in, enjoy themselves. And a lot of times you want you want to be home. Like I swear, man. Like I like I, I love home, but every time I go home, I'm good. Like after the first three days, because like all right, it's it's so much of me, and it's just like you gotta just take it in small doses. But I love my family, I miss them. But I mean, I don't know. I but I I do feel like you know after hearing that, I'm thinking like I probably could have saved up so much money if I stayed home. Could have been on so much other type of stuff. But it's just like sometimes your pride, especially when you're young, you have like a lot of pride. But as a parent, they've gotta be willing to, and and sometimes it's not even willing. Sometimes people just don't have the means to take care of. So that's everybody's situation is different. My parents have the means; they don't have to take care of me. I make my own money, but they also have to tell me uh, things like right, like right now I'm taking the test to get the job that I want. Yeah. So right now they're saying, well, we don't mind if you stay at home because you're trying to do something. You don't have a family, you don't have kids. This is the time to make those types of mistakes and stuff. So you have to you have to have the parents that one believe that and two have the means to do it. Sometimes it's just not possible. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely situational. Like, I, I seen that same, uh, whether it was a tweet or on IG. Um, you got to think about it. I think a parent, deep down in their hearts, if they're a good parent, if they see their child doing well and they need that, like, small time thing to get right, they have no problem. If they have a plan with them coming back home. Now, that don't mean the child 
where neither one a ass or look at all your oh, You watching the game. You watching it. You watching the Bills versus Texans right now. But like you said earlier, trading like a lot of pride for me. I I keep on my own situation. So when I got done with school, I ain't got my own projects. I, my thing was I wasn't finna go back to the crib because I saw my uncle. This man's fifty what six seven something like that. Guess who was still living there? My mama raised me. I said I'll never come back in my life. So for me, going back to the crib was associated with failure. I'm a bum and all that stuff. So, but long story short, coming to find out after I got done playing pro ball for a little bit, I had no choice but to go back. And my parents were like, look, you good? Like you done blase blah, blah. You done right by us. We have no problem coming back for a little bit as long as you got a plan. You feel me? So I think sometimes we put that on burden our own self because we're afraid to ask because of the pride. You feel me? Um, but then there's some situations where parents are like, you ain't coming back here anymore. You better figure it out. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you need that too. Right. And I think I had said this earlier off off the mic, but you never know what you really feel. You never know what you really made of until you get out there on your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And especially if you move out of state too. So I think it's a double-edged sword um, when it comes to that stuff, but but it is tough. I think that is common in the black community because it's not made known, like saying, hey, if you need it, we got it, you know what I'm saying? Or if you need help, you have no, you have no problems with coming back in this situation if you do the right thing, too. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, like a freedom, too, man. Like I feel like when you live by yourself, that sense of freedom is just so liberating. You know, I was talking to a, a girl the other day. She was saying that she's not going to leave her parents' crib until she get married. Like, she says, no point. I mean, it was kind of confusing to me, but she said it works for her. She, like, she comfortable with her family. Her family don't annoy her. So it was like, it's like a no-brainer just to stack her bread. I mean, that's for some people. That It's just not for me, though. Like, I don't know. Like, we have a big African uh, population down here. A lot of them believe that. Like, you can't, the women can't leave the home until, wow. until they get married. That is something I ain't know. I, I ain't know that either. I know a couple people like that with the high school. That's it's just a it's just a I guess it's just a cultural thing. Got it. It, it gotta be a, yeah. It gotta be a cultural southern thing or something. Yeah, the the girls are not allowed to leave the house. I don't know about the guys, but they gotta get going. I'm already. I'm about to say in, in New Jersey, man. Them in New Jersey, they be out <laughs> like. They be playing no games. Like, they be on their shit. But yeah, I don't know, but. So the girl that you said you had a conversation with, she was African, you said? Yeah, she's African. Okay, okay. I think it is African American. Oh, like she's not like full blown African, like. No, she's African American. I mean, I mean she's like black. I'm just talking about. Oh, I, when I say when I, when I say African, I think of you know like. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to the African folks, man. You know my Haitian, Nigerians, all of y'all. I fuck with y'all. Go ahead. That's what I was saying. I didn't know if you were saying like she like you know from the her, her eyes all of us are from the mother <laughs> like her. Mom or dad she's is Nigerian, from Nigeria or from Ghana. Nah, nah, she from America. I think they're from America, dog. Oh, okay. Well, she Catholic, I think. My thing, like, granted, I see the positive side to that, but I think that's a, a form of enabling your child. Let's be like, at some point, you don't have enough bread to get your own. It's not gonna affect you. You feel me? Like, if she's saving that much money until she get married, like, no, I can't wait to. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, what's going on? And I was like, I was like, you don't want to like, 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 fuck around, have your, your own space. You're like, nah. She's like, my home. Hopefully, my dude gotta have a have a place. I'm like, so you expect yo the dude to have a place, but you don't have a place? Like, that's kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a double standard though with females. 
like like females like expect a guy to have all of this and like if, if I do what they say home with my parents, oh I, I ain't you know I ain't doing shit like like what like what are you doing? But if a female do it, oh oh she's just you know investing in her future. She's doing the smart thing, you know what I'm saying? Doing the smart. That's what I say. It's such a double standard with that. And like us guys don't care about that. I felt like that at first. I felt like I wasn't doing shit. But then it was, just, it was really just a financial move. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to be there. Right now. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, it's a, it's a business but move. I mean, it depends on what you're doing, too, though. Like, if you working at, just working at Walmart, not trying to do nothing, you know, bro, uh, running grocery bags and stuff, I mean, then you're not making, it's one thing to be there and be trying to make a way for yourself and start, set some type of standards and goals and this is where I'm going to be in this amount of time. It's another thing just to be there and not planning for nothing. Yeah. And I think along with that, I haven't put it all on, on the man or the woman as in the child. Sometimes the parents be putting that stuff in their mind like, what are you saying? Because they, they're afraid to let go. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got, I got, I got, exact, I got friends with parents or parents would do that to them. I'm like, nah, you, you let them, let, let them wings go, let them fly. You know what I'm saying? My, yeah. My dad was hurt the first time I had a, uh, he found out I had a different account. You making some money, you don't want me to see what you got. Well, As, exactly that. that. Yeah, that's exactly what that's it is. Sure what are you talking about? Sometimes they, but shoot, you can't be doing it for them because I didn't want him to see my account. Exactly. It's, it's a process to get into full blown adulthood. I think sometimes the parents get stuck in like you know the rearing ages, and them ha- and then like them knowing that you got to depend on them, but then at a point you don't have to. It's a process for them too. Like my mom was talking about, like mommy transitions, right? Like in regards to me, damn, like he's my little boy, and like damn, that's crazy. I grow up. You know what I'm saying? It's like now it's like you a grown man, like. It, it, it's crazy. So like when she told me about that, I'm like, mm, it, it makes sense. I see that struggle for certain parents as well. So. It's, it's crazy you said that. My mom just sent me a, a text last night. My mom don't text me like that, but mm-hmm. she sent me a text like I used to see a boy now. I see a man. I'm just so proud of what you're becoming. And like I don't know. I feel like when you hear that from your parents. It just make you be like, all right, I am doing the right thing. Cause sometimes you mean you need that reassurance to know, like, I don't know about y'all, but I care about what my parents think about me. Like, like I definitely, think, I want them to know that you know, I put on my best foot forward, and I'm just trying to do what I'm, I, what's best for me. And for the, just to hear, like, every now and then that they they see it, it's like beautiful. I don't do it for that, like, like directly, but you know, subconsciously I do like to, I like to hear that. So I'll tell my mom, like, you know, like I, I, I do all of this, cause like I saw how hard you was fighting for your stuff. You know, so it was like. If I wasn't raised like by somebody like you, it's different. Like I know how Lewis' parents, like both his parents, right. are in the school system, uh, principals and superintendents, and all, all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I know they've been encouraging Lewis to get into education his whole life, like in the science and all of that. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I was gonna say it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and I think then parents too. If it's a parent listening, or if you're a Parent that's in their mid twenties, early twenties, or, or younger, listen to this, man. Make sure y'all always, always encourage your kids, take pictures, love them. When you make a mistake, say you sorry. Like sometimes parents be too big to say they sorry. For real. Say you sorry. Just that goes stay a long always, way. Man. Just stay always. Nobody cares about your kids more than you do. Exactly. And it's nothing. It's nothing more discouraging than when you try to talk to a kid about their work and then you 
contact with parents and parents are alive. I'll talk to them. That would be. They're gonna be doing the same thing the next day. That's a home. That's a home system messed up. So, so that, this goes into, into this. Do y'all believe in ass whooping? Facts. Yes, sir. I got. I, okay, look. This is, yes. Yeah, there is a difference. Now, look. Um, when it comes to getting that whooping as a kid, you know, the Bible said, "Spare the rod, spare the child." Right now, we ain't talking about abusing. Like, I'm not talking about get get the pan, get you know, <laughs> the get pan. the pan, the broom, the iron. I had a. Hey, <laughs> I ain't gonna drop no name. Like I had a friend, good friend of mine. Man got whooped with, with an iron extension cord, bro. Left a, a mark on his um scene first one. I'm like, oh, this is it's, it's different around here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> different around here. But um, yeah, no, nah, for real. Like I, I think as as long as you're doing right by your child, raising how you raising correctly, I think your whoopings can be minimal. Now, Grant, you might have a child that's different. I was that child, right? And that's fine. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew what was going to happen. Right. Sometimes yeah, I said, "Well, if I get away with this, right." <laughs> my dad beat my ass, and I ain't gonna lie. No, I'm I, thankful I, for it, man. I, I, I people, I, people I, say like, I feel like my dad was on me so hard. It was. It's kind of funny because like. My dad was on me so hard until I think I turned 21, and like now he like so nice like my friend is. Like it's kind of weird just to go from you know a strict parent to like, all right, you a grown man now. Like we boys, and like I, I appreciate it because I know like my dad been through a lot, and I can go talk to him about a lot of things. So you know, just to have that relationship with your you know your parents is like really important. That's why I said, man, like if y'all not close to your parents, man, yo patch that shit up, man. Like life too short. And you know you you need that that backbone system because you know they've been through things you haven't been through, and honestly you are a product of them. So that's why we like you know hug your mom and dads now, you know love them on them now, give them their roses now because yo they deserve it. They they birthed you. You wouldn't be here without them. And you know that's what it is. Real pause, real quick. Young dude, you on the Stella, bro? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my boy, my boy Reggie got me on this wine. Look, check it out, y'all. So I'm trying to see it's in the freezer, dog. It's in the back. I ain't I ain't touching it, but go ahead, Lou. You can touch it. I'm gonna tell y'all. So it's been a year. Last year's uh, goal after New Year's was to put the liquor down, the hard liquor down, right? Like we got to friend, me and bro was getting too. I was getting too lit, man. I was getting too smacked. So I changed my health. I'm like, nah, I can't live like this. So I'm strictly wine and champagne. I'm a four year in off the hard liquor. And I, Congratulations. I appreciate it. I, I don't regret it. I really actually uh, encourage and suggest that for others. You know, it's, it's definitely uh, been good for my health. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pour you up some more Trey. Appreciate and, um, that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the Lou got the Jim Bean, and this is another side note too. Um, Jim Bean is not sponsoring this uh, podcast. So nah, y'all gotta pay out for that, man. We're not, we're not, we're not promoting them. It's just what's in the Trey's fridge right now. So we gotta make a note of that. Yes, sir. <laughs> sure. But it's been decent. But I hold it down while you go get that wine. I'm gonna pour you up real quick. No, it's right there. Yeah, bring it over here, Luke. Bring it over here. It's over there on the uh, yeah. So yeah, right now we got the like I said, any any name brand thing we bring up, we're not promoting. This is what's I ain't doing. gonna lie, Stella Rosa. I'm I'm gonna promote that, yo. That shit good. I'm trying I'm trying to get into that wine because these grown ladies they be into that wine, man. I don't know. I gotta get my taste buds up, man. I'm still childish a little bit. My dog said they uh. They're not gonna rock with the dry wine. I said, hey, look, in due time, my brother. I, do I, was, the dry I was the same way. way. Uh, no, I, like, you talking about the baby steps, baby steps. Something like that. That's, that's, 
Let me pretty dry, but you know, start with this with the sweet, sweet reds, you feel me? Work your way up the Pinot Noir, solid. I'm not a wine connoisseur. Low key, he is, man. I always seen this man with a wine bottle, dog. Look. Reggie never like uh, no hard looking for real. I mean, no, I was in it, dog. That's not true. No, I, I mean, it was a moment, but I'm talking about like it was like a moment after we like graduated. I'm talking about like he wasn't, I, I ain't seeing him. Man, sophomore year, homecoming, dog. I saw, I stopped drinking after that day, yo. Hey, Remember that? Hey, Trayvon is low key a light. Uh, no, after that day I became a lightweight, but that day you don't know what I did. Yo, all right, all right. We, we, yo, me and my boy Lewis, we got a, a bottle of Her- Jose Cuervo, man. So you know we sipping on that. You know, first time we drinking tequila. You know, everything fine, everything good. Yeah, we we we, we finished. We finished like almost dancing that whole bottle by the end of that night. We go over to my boy Spin Crib. He had a little get back, a little kickback. My boy uh, Pese come in the building with some Hennessy Black, and he just gave me a bottle. And he he just gave me the bottle. He said you can have it. I'm like nigga, what? He was like, yeah, man. He was like, happy birthday. I was like, nigga, it's not my birthday. Like, what's what's going on? Like, yeah, I was like, it's not my birthday. And he told me, yeah, he walked off. So you know, I'm drinking, sipping it. I'm tricking some off, sipping it. So I'm just getting, I'm just getting more and more tore up. Homecoming that day was amazing. I ain't gonna lie. But that next morning, dog. Done. I was in the t- facing the toilet, dog. I threw it from five in the morning to five p.m. I missed practice. I went to the training and I was like, I had food poisoning. We had a trainer named Al, and he was an asshole. He was like, Mobley. First thing, my last name is Mabel, okay? But he called me Mobley. I hated that shit. But he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Al, yeah. He was, he was like Mobley. He was like, for real. He was like, he was like, he was like, so you had food poisoning last night. Last night was homecoming. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. He asked me that twenty times. He was like, so last night was homecoming. Sick. I was like, yeah. I said, I said, I, I, I said, I went out to hibachi, like ate some bad shrimp and everything. It was bad. I, I, was, I was done. And they, yo, he was just like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna send you home. And he was just like, but you gotta tell your coach. And my coach was Coach Boom at the time. You don't know who Coach Boom is, dog. Biggest asshole ever, dog. Kevin so, <laughs> These niggas did not believe me. They they did not believe me, but honestly, y'all had y'all had a good reason not to believe me because nigga, I was fucked up. <laughs> I was drunk as hell. They knew it. It was it was Sunday though, man. Sunday was bullshit anyway, man. We didn't really do nothing on Sunday but go through the motions. That was what the that was the pre-install. Yeah, like for the next week. Next week, yeah. No, that was that was with, that was with Sam. Yeah, Coach Sam wasn't running us like that. We would do the game plan for the next week on Sunday, the walkthrough, and we do some some yeah, type of stretch. Run for the run for the ball. Oh yeah, because we all like two of those. Hey, I remember when they turned the lights on for the first time. It started it started to blow up. It blew up on mugs. No more. But yeah, no, we was I ain't gonna lie. In college, like. A lot of people say they be drinking, or they did drink. We was drinking, drinking. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, after a game, we'll get get to it. And then, especially when two of them came, we had to, like, legit run on Sunday, and we was running. I, I thought about that, like, a couple weeks ago. I'm like, how did that run? Those was real gassers, dog. It wasn't half gassers. The day after the game. I'm like, how do we do that? 
I have no clue. Cause I know nowadays it's a no for me. So I don't know how to do half the stuff. <laughs> Dila, <laughs> big skill. I don't know how I did half those things, man. I ain't gonna lie. I used to love. I used to love when I used to see people like cheat them and them go. I used to be like, yes, take your time, bro. Because <laughs> it wasn't O-line. Honestly, O-line was good, man. O-line was good for the most part, yo. I ain't going to lie. We was, no, y'all's time was always way too slow. I, I, that's why I said we was good with our time. We would make them. Like, we would make them in like, the tight end times. Reasonable. <laughs> Very reasonable. Funny. That's crazy. <laughs> but man, I, seconds. <laughs> a whole minute to run a half gasser. I probably like really skip a two hundred. Reggie, don't try it, bro. Reggie, don't don't try it, dog. And, but we would we would do it in almost like like in thirty like thirty two seconds though, like thirty something seconds. Yeah, ours was close. Ours was thirty. Cause we would, you know, you know, was overachieved. You know, I had to go again. G bacon them. I wasn't gonna let G bacon them just run it up. Like when Kendall was running with the Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall. Yeah, when Kendall running with the line. Logan. Yeah. Shout, shout out our boy Kendall, man. He with the Raiders. He signed his uh, future contract with him. Shout out Mike Ford. Mike he in the Ford. league with the, with the Detroit Lions. Who else in the league right now that we might know? Uh, we got uh, the Browns. Uh, oh, Drew. Drew. Drew Forbes. Shout out Drew. Hey, Lindsey Pipkins. Shout out him. He in the league right now. So, yeah. Josh yeah, it's gonna be way more this year though. Oh yeah, yeah. For Simo, hey. I ain't gonna lie, hey, man. Hey. Christian Wilkins, if you ever listen to this, bro, you a dog on the field. Yo, I'm about to say, yo, yo, congrats, dog. Yeah, yo, gotta give you your props. Now he a beast. That red shirt. He, he looked like hey, money. If you are a future college football athlete. And you think red shirt is the worst? It's really a blessing in disguise. For real, enjoy that freshman year, man. Red shirt, you getting the weight <laughs> yes, program, you getting the food program, you get to kick it a little bit. Yeah. You get a year ahead in your academics. If you graduate in four years, they gotta pay for a, they gotta pay for a semester of grad school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for your fifth year. Yeah, that's big facts, bro. But yeah, no, nah, like back to you saying originally. Uh, yeah, we was getting good in college. I ain't gonna lie to you, like I. Whenever we would like go to other places, bro, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was bent, like, so West Illinois, shout out all my homies that went to WIU, um, house crawl, you hear me? So, long story short, it's like five houses, and you got this t shirt on, like $20, all you could drink, literally. They have like gallons of this juice. uh, The song was uh, that bounce back, right? Yeah, something about bounce back, yeah, yeah. They need to change house, but when Lewis came down with me, we couldn't because it was raining outside. Yeah, so they had pouring. Yes, excuse my outburst. It was pouring, you know. <laughs> so, but now nah, we was definitely in it. And the thing was, like, people really wasn't even like people was drinking, but they wasn't drinking drink like. Nah, we was playing Buffalo too, bro. Hey, <laughs> this so, hey, that's, you know, shout out to Eric, bro. <laughs> Buffalo, if you get caught, if you drink with your right hand. It is a four life game. You drink with your right hand. You have to drink with your non dominant. I, n- I never played. I never agreed. I like Eric. Anybody, fuck you. If any of your homies Hell no. Drinking with your dominant hand, no matter where you at in life, call Buffalo. They gotta chug it. Reggie hit me with like two of them walking in the door. It was all bad. I had no uh, idea because the man had got me with three up, three or four of them. You remember we got all the tequila for that too? Bro. <laughs> I would have told you I eat a dick. I'm like, eat a dick. Yeah, we was definitely. 
energy. I mean, that was the first time Reggie found out that I needed to take naps. Bro, hey, <laughs> this man was acting totally different. I'm like, bro, what you doing? Like, we still going. We acting. No. This man was in the party. Power. <laughs> like, power and power. I'm like, bro, had low, what was that? Had low brim bent. He was blue, you hear me? So, yeah, Lewis, if you hit me one people with Lewis. They sent me back to the Airbnb in Memphis. Bro, what? Yeah. But well, I, I just need 30 minutes. Man, yeah, 30 minutes. And then I come out, I come out with the little scrappy. Oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I'm good times, man. Like, I will say, this, this is another topic. We were drinking four locos, bro. No, 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 no. Y'all were drinking four <laughs> No, no, no. Y'all saying we were drinking four Really sad times, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, really broke times. Yeah, it was. Yo, I forgot all about that freshman year, 2011. Four locos. Oh yeah, you probably almost lost a liver or some Dude, shit drinking that. Two tonight, back in the third party, I drank two and took three shots, three double shots to this head. Dallas, like, my speech was slurred. No, and then another one that was disgusting. Burnett's. I'll never forget. Burnett's. That was uh, that was Eric and Tim, man. I couldn't do that. <laughs> and we and. and the thing about college is you be so broke, you're Bro. forced to drink whatever they bring. Hey, remember? <laughs> Especially if it's free. All time it was free. We don't have no choice. We, we, we used to think we was on with the Amsterdam, though. We thought we was on. Yeah. Amsterdam, we thought $14. We thought we was sitting with the Amsterdam. Bro, right? we thought we was in our glow, you hear me? But, hey, speaking of parties, though, 1741. We had that uh, three stories live. What up, D my man uh, B day went up live. That was the only party that didn't get shut down. That was the it wildest was one. It was the wildest one. It was, but it snowed. It snowed real bad. Man, street was on dirt with us. No, she was on that for a miles party. I'm saying in general, yeah, but she was like a miles party. That's because we made that. What is it? The gorilla glue? Which I gorilla grip? You hear me? Gorilla grip. Yeah. Hey, any kind of liquor we thought was in it. We talking about light, dark, uh, <laughs> and Hawaii punches. Well, yeah, that's terrible. A little bit sprite. of water. It's a sprite, yeah. Like, it was ugly. Ugly was an understatement, bro. But, yeah, no, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm glad I transferred to CMO. I met some of my best friends. Had great times. Like, it was definitely probably one time in my life. I be trying to tell kids, like, bro, I know you don't like school. But go to college, like, the things you learn, not only in the class, but outside the classroom. Now, granted, I've changed my whole scope of how saying everybody should go to college. Because college ain't for everybody now. It's not. I will. Don't waste your money. Yeah, don't waste your money. (laughs) Now, look, if you. If you're not sure, man, don't do it just to do it. Make sure you have a plan. If anything, I would say, if you're not really sure, at least take some junior college classes just so that way you can stay. You know, so you yeah, at least do something so you, so you can move around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because I will say this: the way things are set up nowadays, like if you don't got a degree or a lot of years of experience, you kind of put yourself in the box. That's a buck. You feel me? Like if you don't got one or the other, you'll be. You're, I won't say like you're average, but the kind of pay you're looking for is gonna be hard to come unless by. You, unless you start a business or something. Facts. Good point, Lou. Unless you start a business. So, um, but yeah, no college, man. The experiences I got. Man, that's not the goal, man. But if it's in the cards, I ain't gonna get mad at it. 
Because honestly, uh, I've been uh, I started this podcast because that's all I listen to now. I really don't watch TV no more. I don't listen to music, and I do listen to music sometimes when I feel like it. But you know, you know, back in the day. But you know, now it's just like just hearing these interesting conversations or listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and just learning like like new things I never knew that most people that should know. You know, I mean, I think we're real informative, and I feel like, you know, just having conversations with people is just really important because I feel like nowadays we lack that with these phones and social media. We get, you know, we lose how to talk to people because a lot of times people think when I talk to them that I try to start shit or be con- confrontational, but a lot of times it just, you don't have a reason why you said what you said. It's like a lot of times, you know, when I talk to people who actually have an opinion that, what? You do be shit. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. The, no, no. The, the sad, the sad thing is. He do be I mean, I am, but you know, the sad thing is, it's like, it's like, I guess when people want to do do it, people think I do it all the time. That's an issue, and it's like, it's, it's not all the time. Because you do it on first impression. Yeah, you know, sometimes you do it just to, you know, to see where your mind at. But sometimes I just really just want to know, like, why you did that? Like, and if you don't have a reason, don't get mad at me. Like, that's real. Like for real. Like just to talk for nobody question. For real, they they just want to you know to say the common answer, and I don't like that, man. I like people that like my homeboys have like they come with a good conversation. Mm-hmm. They are you know doing well in their field fields, and they can you know bring something to the table. That's why I want to do with this whole podcast. I want to you know have people on that I know you know are doing something that are opinionated and that I know can bring a different aspect to you know how you can think about certain things because we all think different and the sad thing is i feel like if you feel like you can't really voice your opinion then you know you just lost your whole like power as a human like that's what we have it's like you know our our individuality well because honestly like somebody might be just like you and just need to see somebody else just like you so they can you know keep pushing so no that's real i think you hit on the head bro the art of communication is a lost skill well it's a dimension that a lot of people don't have, like you said, because of the media. Uh, folks on the internet trolling all day. Hey, why are you getting the rub like that? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get the ball. But anyways, yeah, I think that's that's a big thing, man. Like, if you know how to communicate with any and everybody, you can be and will be successful in life. I can merge that. Like, that's for real. Um, yeah, there's people with qualifications that can't speak, so they can't use you. What? Hey, you know what's something funny, though? I got somebody tweet the other day. Well, not the other day, like, it was a little minute ago. They said it'd be a sad day if, if Instagram shut down for all like the models and like you know the ID famous shorties, because all of them don't be speaking on that. So I'm not a whole more conversation. So I'd be like, because they can't come to Twitter. Think about it. Any shorty that's this ain't no bashing them. Shout out to Bring Up Fan. Any shorty that's like the IG famous, like a model or whatever case is, majority of them don't have a Twitter. Twitter is a platform for what? Pretty much like actual like. Communication, like you saying words, not just influencers for real. I feel like I feel like real influencers. I feel like on on Instagram, you're not influencing. You just really just you're giving a service. You giving a service. I feel like it's more like a service. Like you giving a service like of something visually pleasing. I feel like on Twitter, if you're not like a person with an actual voice or saying something that's like either funny as hell or potent, nobody's going to catch on to that shit. Like you got to have a personality for Twitter. I feel on Instagram. You just got to be a person, like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to have a body. You don't have to talk. You don't have to, like, really promote yourself. And that's crazy. And most of the time, that stuff, bro, like, 
that don't be from their own doing. Like, most of them got a body because they went to Dr. Miami, unfortunately. <laughs> got snipped up. But most of them added that extra filter. You know what I'm saying? For whatever the case may be. So, um, now, granted, there are some naturally, like, beautiful women on the grid. Mm-hmm. I ain't even going to dismiss y'all, but that's the truth. But what we see nowadays, like, all the shorties look the same, bro. The 90s was the coldest. <laughs> For real, nineties and the early two thousands, man. People be sleeping on early two thousands. They was real early two thousands, man. man. She's still bad, man. Ashanti, I love you. Hey, I love you so much. I think for me, Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson, if you listen to this. Carrie Hilson bad, but I don't know why people like treat her so badly for it. like I feel like people just automatically put her against Beyonce yeah, and it's like it just killed it. Like, like she, she can sing like Beyonce. Like I wouldn't even say that, but she look. She can't sing better than Beyonce. Beyonce is a better she's a better overall package. Yeah, I, look. I don't think Beyonce. It's okay. This this is my opinion, y'all. So just know I'm saying Beyonce is a good singer, but I don't think she's like known for her singing. I feel like she, she's known for her overall what she can bring from dancing to singing to the whole show and her whole look is like the whole package is what it is. Yeah, I mean for me Beyonce like but between her and Carrie Hilson it's not I put money if you give awesome. Carrie Hilson I put money if you give Carrie Hilson half of Beyonce writers. What they got to do with that? Beyonce, 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 Beyonce half the thing is how half of it is your the songs you get. Like not every it's talent. You have to be able to make those songs into that. Man, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of hits get thrown certain people's ways, man. And it is my opinion. Hey. I feel okay, I can okay, but here my yeah, that's true. I think if you have the same artist with the same talent level, with the same sound, then yes. But if you got two different yeah. artists that sound really different. They're not like if imagine. Um, I'm trying to make something real quick. Drake trying to do Chief Keith don't like that's gonna work. Nah, cause he light skin. That shit not gonna work. It don't got to be light skin though. But I'm just saying. Man, come on, man. Look at Drake. This nigga don't look like he's saying no fucking song like that. But I'm not even songs work for you. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's all I think based on talent. But I, I do I do partially agree with you though. But yeah. Carrie Hilson, Maya, she. Look. I can throw you the beat off. Maya, so Maya is so thick now. I mean, the right place. Her, her waist still skinny. Maya, man, Maya, fine dog. And then R. I. P. Aaliyah, man, she'll forever be cold. She'll forever be cold for me. But uh, yeah, man, the nineties, two thousands. I'm about to say Lisa Ray. Yes, sir. I'm about to say, uh, I forget her name off of Friday. Oh, uh, Nia Long. Nia Long, yeah, Nia Long. That whole crew was annihilated. Yeah. I'm about to say, I forgot her name too. The, the uh, candy off of uh, yes, sir. Candy off of uh, off of uh, Regina Hall. Regina Hall, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's that's what I'm talking about. Regina Hall, you got it. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, she was candy off. What's that movie called again? Best Man? It's called The Best Man, yeah. Mm, yeah. Fine as hell. Tastes like candy. They don't, I don't, I don't think they, they don't do, but I feel like we just don't look for them as men. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of times they be, those are rom-coms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was watching a rom-com with one, uh, one of my friends the other day, and like it was actually a funny funny movie. I, I would never have just initially, first thing, okay. So, 
Have y'all seen the movie called Rubber Bridesmaids? Bridesmaids? Yeah. Okay, Louis, Louis got a house full of females. I know he probably seen it. That movie's pretty. I haven't seen it before, but it was fucking hilarious, man. No, it's, a, no, it's, a, it's a hilarious movie. But I shouldn't have seen it that many times. Three <laughs> in my house. Oh my goodness! But yeah, uh, the girl was like, yeah, everybody uh, should see. It. Every 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 guy has seen Bridesmaid before, and I was like, I have never seen this yeah. movie before in my life. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but. Hmm. Yeah, I, look, I don't even watch movies like that for real. So I mean, it, it's hard for me to try to get in those conversations. Like my girl, she be getting mad. You don't never watch no movie. I've gotten better. I ain't. I've gotten better, but I don't know. Unless it's like something I actually like want to watch or interested in, or I like pursue to go watch. I ain't gonna watch it. We actually for a. Y'all know. Yeah. I, I just seen Reggie fall asleep in the movie theaters before. Reggie be on his phone. He be asleep. It's a good movie, and you trying to show it to Reggie, he just can't do it. I can't do it. I be trying. I be trying. Like I might fall asleep. Ain't no cat. Hey, twenty ten, bro. Y'all know the trunk party is. A trunk party, yeah. When people like have put gifts in the trunk, somebody get the gifts out. Essentially, yeah. So okay. I know, yeah. Louis, you know, I had heard the name, but I didn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what it was. So, a lot of hoods do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a trunk party on the way to college, and there was this girl I was like, long to whatever you guess. So, long as we went to the movies, I don't even know why I chose this movie. It was like Inception. I think it was called Inception. Uh, I'm not going to see that scary movie. It wasn't scary, bro. It was like a deep, like. Yeah, oh, like a, a mind inside of a mind. No, no, no. no I, I don't even watch them. Bro, why I, fe- I, f- I fell asleep in the movie on a date. That's how I knew it wasn't for me. <laughs> I see you. Know, I say I'm not built for this right now. So, yeah, that's that, that's tough, bro. You see Queen of Slim? No, I saw it last night, bro. Man, I ain't gonna lie, it made me feel some things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah feel- my mom was like, I wonder what the message is. I, said, I think it's a bunch of messages. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say it's like five messages, and I only like two of them. <laughs> like, some of them be making you mad, like, okay, well, that wasn't needed, but you should definitely see it with your girl. It's a good movie if you're in a relationship, I feel like. Yeah, check it out, it's good. I mean, yeah, you 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 can <laughs> you you can find different avenues how to legally acquire it. Yeah, man, two downloads and a virus. Fuck that, man. I can't mess with that. Two for one deal. For real. Two downloads and a virus, man. But no, All right, so we are gonna wrap this up real quick. I was gonna say, what is y'all like goals for this year? My first one is to. Start saving. That's my that's my main too. Probably gonna eat a little better this year. <laughs> a little better. He said a little. Just that thing ain't going. He might okay. Have to every now and then. I like salmon. Okay. Okay. So, I think I just have like three main ones. One was to start this podcast, which I'm doing right now. Two is just it's just to complete things, man. I feel like I started a lot of things, but I never completed. Sometimes I let life get in the way. But honestly, a lot of these billionaires got a whole bunch of shit they got to do too, and they ain't not letting life get in their way. So like, why, like, why am I making excuses for myself? Like, you know, I know, so I know we all get tired, but I mean, I feel like you're not doing something passionate for yourself. I mean, you really ain't got no like motivation in life if you're not, you know, 
I was appointed even doing it. So, so this, so this one thing I wanted to do it was like a passion project. I'm not doing this to, you know, to, to get famous, but I wanted to get my voices out there and, and the voices I think that matter. You know, just, you know, just to put my, you know, my own little legacy out in the world. Uh, and number three is just, you know, just to get my fitness together, man. Like, it's about that time, you know, we get in your, your late 20s. It's like you ain't recovering how you used to. And and it's about time, you know, just just to, you know, just to be the best version I can be. So those are my three main goals. And also, I think the fourth one is just uh, just to get out more and just be more active. Like I, wanna, I haven't seen my boys in a minute, but I want to start linking up with them more, like me and them out, like, because, you know, time is short. I'm like, you know, I feel like being out with a good group of people really can influence you in some positive ways. But facts, that's all me. But all right, Reg. So look, let me just practice real quick. So how I break down my life. Goals, multiple categories. And I'll leave it quick. Just like financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally, professionally, then as whatever I am, right? So as a brother, as a son, a boyfriend, as a friend, and as a servant of Jesus Christ. So for me, I think the ones that's really stuck out is man, I got so many. So I have to get my finances right. So this is, I'm trying to start uh, an emergency fund. You know, a lot of people would save money to do that for emergencies. I want to have my savings be separate from emergencies, so that way people can, I can, when I can, I can still uh, do what I need to do to get where I want to be at. Um, let me see. Oh, physically, I'm so eat clean so for me I'm a fast a particular meal at the beginning of each month for a week straight so uh, starting tomorrow I do fasting from breakfast from breakfast uh, for the entire week no fast food can't get junk food to the weekend mentally um man listen to podcast read all that stuff yes yeah, so I ain't gonna I ain't go too deep into this but uh, I'm in a PMBA program so the that's tough man so i just want to say yo thank you guys again for being the first guest on this podcast man it means a lot to me i know y'all busy my boy lewis lived like an hour and a half away so I know that was a damn drive, but you know I, I'm grateful for all of this, all of this. And like I said, I just want to you know, get a lot of my friends on here and people that I know have a voice out there. So if you're in the podcasting, you know, just DM me, man. Like I don't mind helping people out. I don't mind actually producing podcasts either. Like I feel like we all got a network to get together because it's, it's enough money out there for all of us if we work together. Facts. So I mean, it's not like you know. Like I'm trying to get it all. I want I want to share it with people because I want to get back to the whole family mentality. So you know, uh, it's your boy Trader Realist. Uh, ready to drop your social media again? Reggie Jennings underscore. I do follow back. You got 24 hours, chief. Big underscore Lou 28. This was fun, Trader. Big fun. Give me all that on the podcast again, bro. Oh, I'm 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 happy I'm on it. I I just got. And you know me and me and me and Lewis homegirl Jasmine, she just uh, texted me saying you know she wanted me on next time. So next time I'm having on, I'm gonna have like another female on or two females on, so we get some uh, different opinions and viewpoints in here. You know, we might spice it up a little bit. Yeah, me. Okay. Uh, I got you, bro. So episode zero zero one. It's your boy Trader Realist. What's up, Jasmine? Yeah, we got Jasmine.
What up, Jasmine? You know, yeah, shout out to her her podcast, yo. Pretty Petty Podcast. And Jazz, you have 48 hours to pay me pay me for that, yo, because it's not free. It ain't free promo out here. It's like, nah, you know, it's all love. It's your boy Trader Realist. And I'm going to call it a day. I'll holler at y'all. Peace. This, this, this is a homage beat.